0: Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermaine and Adrian Barrage. is a veteran footy scribe with hands so small he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original,
1: Earth Demons die hard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello, Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 Grand Final, except he got dropped after the prelim. Oh. We don't promise any fancy sound
0: effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. Welcome to the Quarters and Barra podcast. After another big weekend, a controversial weekend. We are brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Please gamble responsibly. Call gamblers help on 1800 858 858 I am Glenn Quartermain, Chief Sports Reporter with the West Australian. With me is Adrian Barritch, former West Coast Eagle, president of Perth Football Club, and Channel 7, great. Barra, but before we start, Barra has a comment to make.
1: Yeah, just in terms of we did get a letter from one of our listeners, uh, Dylan Riley, and he wanted me to basically apologise or explain what I was trying to talk about when we talked about the Princess Park incident, handballing in the dark many, many moons ago. And I think during that discussion, I must have said something about either Chris Lewis or Boopy Yugal or one of the boys and said that, you know, you couldn't tell who was who based on how dark it was. And he was pretty, uh, Dylan was very upset about that. So Dylan, I apologize for that. And we've clarified that um, you're right. You've got to be exactly right with your comments. And as you said, offhand comments can show ignorance that no longer have a place in the media or the community. I agree with you, mate. So I hope you do come back to the uh, podcast and I absolutely love Chris Lewis. And no one defended him more based on what happened to him during his footy career against some of the Victorians and all that sort of stuff, and Boopy Eagle as well, David to so anyway, that's where I stand. I stand with my brothers, and um, I'm glad I've got uh, pulled my, my coat tugged on this one, and now I know exactly where the line is. All good. Thank you, Barra. Now,
0: we got to open with the Eagles, and so this morning um, – A board member, other than the chair, Paul Fitzpatrick, actually has had something to say. Ben Wyatt came out today on ABC Radio, and this is what he said. He said, there would be change at the club as they look to handle the fallout. Quote, any decisions we make around that will be announced as appropriate by the chair at the time they're due. Uh, Mr. Wyatt said, 2018 premiership mentor Simpson was the right man to lead the rebuild, despite the coach's sixth 100-point loss in the space of the past two seasons. This has been Wyatt's quote, Adrian. Adam Simpson has been a successful coach for a long time at West Coast Eagles. He does have my support because he identifies exactly where we are and what we need to achieve. Mr. Wyatt also backed CEO Trevor Nisbet to remain as the chief executive, saying, ultimately, we could sack everybody and I'd still have the same list of players. I'm very alive to the issues and very alive to the fact that there's a fan base that's incredibly disappointed in the way we play footy. No one is more upset and determined to resolve that than members of the board. Barra, it's been a big couple of days. Um, There's (coughs) been former players coming out. I thought Chris Mortimer's comments were Mm. telling. Jake's been in hospital. Chris was upset that the club hadn't contacted him earlier. Uh, I will say that this is just one thing following another, and I think it's indicative of where the club's at at the moment. I don't think it helps. We saw Adam Simpson just front a news conference. He's been pretty stoic. Um, He's fronted every single uh, conference he has to. He hasn't dodged any. Paul Fitzpatrick, we've heard from him at the weekend um, apologising for the darkest day and the, one of the darkest days in the club's history. It's definitely uh,
1: not the darkest day. It's one of them? Yeah, it's one of them, yeah. Uh,
0: well, you don't reckon it is? No, um,
1: I and mean, the, the whole drug saga was way beyond Okay, this. yeah, oh, that's a fair I mean, comment. No question. But, captain gets sacked, for, blah, 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 yeah. So, why haven't we heard from the CEO, Trevin? Isley? Yeah, well, that's that's a good point, actually. And I, I feel like with the pressure that's being put on, he'll be the next one to put his head up. I noticed... They have, and Ben White is a good friend of mine, and um, he is on the board there. Let's deal with them in, in order. They have dismissed the strength and conditioning boss. So, Not dismissed him, sorry. Yep. Sorry, he's decided to step away at the end of the season. So, Warren Coford. Warren Coford, yeah. who's one of the world's best blokes, Warren Coford. He's been there for eight years, so. I wouldn't think that he was the guy <laughs> causing the problems Well, Will injury.
0: Schofield didn't think so because he came out last night and said that he was fantastic during my yeah. career
1: and I can't believe he's going. Unless he's changed, unless he's got and, – and I think that he probably wants to get back to – he's Victorian, wants to get back to, he used to be in the Army, was at Richmond, ripper bloke. So the timing of that was a little bit tricky. Um, Simo, impossible to remove Simo. In fact, I think they need Simo. They need someone with that stability and that knowledge and that – uh, background to take them through. I don't know who's going to come in because they've got two more years of pain at least, But are the they? players playing for him, Because
0: from what I saw against
1: the Sydney Swans, they're not playing for their club. Well, he got asked that today and I, I think he sort of batted it away. Um, I, I feel like they still love him. When you're a premiership coach, it's pretty hard to fall out of love with him. I mean, Dom Sheed.
0: Not <laughs> was... a premiership coach for all of them, though.
1: Well, Dom Sheed was probably the main – is he the guy you're alluding to? In no, terms no. Of seniors? Oh, who are the senior players you're talking about then?
0: Oh, playing for them. Um, well, I think Shuey had a crack at the Shuey weekend. Was,
1: he was like the boy with the dike. was he putting a crack. fingers everywhere, and he's Tim, trying to Tim, plug every hole. So players,
0: okay. I think players like so. Tim Ke- Kelly had plenty of the ball, but I'm talking about the defensive running, and I'm not sure if that was there for Gaff. I reckon you should name Kelly. names because I've heard, just named him Gaff it, Kelly. Uh, I think I think um, Sheed. I'm, you'd have to say yeah. yeah I'm, and I'm, Sheed is a Premiership. I'm hero. not putting Shuey in there because I think he Shuey not. Nah, but mm. I'm saying the others. Kelly just not offensively,
1: them. yeah. So that's what I'm saying because that's why I, I was a bit miffed with Scotty Cummings coming out and smashing the club and not naming players. Yeah, and not. No, and the next question was, well, you've, you've said you've watched the game, you know who you're talking about. Who you're talking about didn't have the whatevers to say <laughs> these are the blokes. Scotty, who didn't train very hard himself. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? He's, he's saying the effort wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't exactly the biggest effort guy himself. More clubs than Tiger Woods. I love the bloke. But, you know, if you're going to smash the club, you want to have the courage to just go all, all the way. You might as well say, look, it's this bloke, this bloke, and this boat. All right. And so we're saying it. So Sheed was probably the ones he was talking to. one of the guys he talking about. 2018 Premiership hero, obviously still going to be in love with Simo. We saw Junior Rioli post a photo of him hugging Adam Simpson as a sign of support, didn't we? He, he's even left the club and he still loves the bloke. Mm-hmm. So... So I think, and the thing about Simo that people need to understand is, I, I'm telling you, we need him. I think he needs to change his demeanour. I think uh, a couple of journalists have got to him now, and he's sort of biting, and he's not being. I think he needs. But to,
0: isn't this a time for the CEO to come yeah, out yeah, yeah. and step in and and have it, put some skin in the game, mm-hmm. because he's not been heard from. He's got to put his set up
1: next. That'll be that'll be the sure. But because just, Simpson's wearing it all. Yeah, and. And I think they should put up an assistant coach at post-match press conferences or change the face, change the message. I, reckon, I actually reckon Simo should have a month off, but he won't because, one, he'll feel like he's leaving a sinking ship. You know, boys, I'm going for a holiday while you guys keep fighting away. Look at nine more games. They could lose 21 in a row. You know, like, there's still a lot to be done.
0: And so one thing before we get on to Jake Waterman, I'll say that Luke Shuey, you know, And good on him for coming out and fronting the media, uh, saying that there will be a response um, against St Kilda.
1: Well, I hope there is, because he'll have to wear that if there isn't. Mm. Well, fortunately, they're not a high-scoring team. You watch Max King kick 10 now. But just to finish off the Simo stuff, the other thing about people wanting to sack Simo is... It, it is almost impossible. I think we've explained this. Two and a half years to run his contract. It's at least a $2 million payout for him. I know they negotiated down, so it may only be a million and a half. But then it's a 200% penalty on, the, on this soft cap when you go over the soft cap. So it, the payout could be anywhere between – the cost could be anywhere between three and $7 million. To to move similar, so and then you got to pay the new
0: bloke. Devil's advocate hat on at the moment. They've got fifty million plus in cash reserves. Yeah, but I
1: know that. But any businessman, we're not businessmen, but anyone would tell you, just don't blow five mil. Okay, and particularly when you I accept who you bring it in. Pikey would have to come in, and be paid. Pikey, you've mentioned Pikey. Well, if. It, Say, say it was Pike. Don Pike. He would have to come in on three hundred grand for the first year and second year, and then they'd back end his contract to try to get around this whole thing. So the, 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 but what, what would it be in Pike's interest to go through all yeah. the pain of two more years? I don't think anyone Dean would. Dean Cox to... might. Dean Cox Dean might. Dean Cox
0: is – and Jared Schofield's in the background. I'm not yeah. suggesting they're – Jamie Graham might risk I'm it. I'm not suggesting they're putting their hand up. No, no, Because no. Adam Simpson is the incumbent. But if you, were, if you But won't... they are the people out there who are who are being mentioned as possible future coaches of any club, yeah. let alone the Eagles. So but we're
1: just – who would take the risk? I well, wouldn't take that risk. I wouldn't for two put years my hand up for that at the moment because no. would, you wouldn't survive the rebuild.
0: No, wouldn't you? If well, you-, you might actually. With someone like Sam Mitchell's a different. I mean, he's he. As long as you know where you're going, and I think we know where they're going now. It's going to be a long term fix along the bottom. So for two if you if you do appoint someone in the short term, you've got to be prepared to say we're giving them the long term. You know, we're going to give them some time because this is going to take a bit of. You know, so.
1: So, I reckon that Simo's doing him a favour hanging around. That's my view. And and as far as the board goes, as far as the board goes, as far as the board goes, a lot of my friends are on the board. And so I'm in a sort of position where I can probably comment on this. Ben White's an amazing guy. Obviously, Rowan Jones. I think they probably need to get some more footy on there. And I'm thinking they need to send the SOS to John Warsfold. I think they need Wusher. I think they need Woosher on the board. I don't know why he's not on the board. If not Woosher, they need to send the SOS to Chris Judd. Judd needs to get on the board, even if he just works from Melbourne. You know, does it on Zoom, comes over a couple of things. He would, he would not pay any favourites. He would come in and go, "Bang, boys, this is what you need." Then there's Brennan or Evans or Glenn Bartlett from you know he was the chairman of the Melbourne Footy Club. Spent eight years rebuilding them, got them to position where they won the premiership. You know, he's an ex-Eagle. I think they got to tap into that sort of stuff. I'm not sure – I'm not saying sack the board or anything like that. A lot of the people on there are absolutely fantastic. But I think they maybe need to get some of these footy people. They've always held off, haven't they, Curtis? They've always resisted having powerful past players on there. It hasn't been their style. It was more of a business board rather than a sport football board. But now maybe it's the time to pivot. I think they,
0: any board you need a – Divergence of interest. You need a a, a variety of role of of backgrounds, but I think you definitely need some
1: footy in there. And because, and and you know what, in a business sense, you're right. In a business sense, they've done so well; they've got sixty mil in the bank. Mm. So when you attack Nisbet, it's sort of like, well, his part of the job is actually he. I mean, the footy side he has. cut. The
0: currency is wins and losses.
1: I won't buy that. No, but I'm just talking about in terms of the business. He's run a very good business. Yeah, but, he has. But, yeah, yeah. But off the field, terms, he has. Yeah, off the field. No yeah. one's questioning that. No, off the right.
0: field, they're well set up for the future. But their currency is wins and losses. You ask a member whether they care diddly squat about how much money they got in the bank. They don't. They care about, and to be quite frank, that was the worst performance I've seen from a WA team mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. At the
1: weekend. That's that's the worst performance ever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, Go that's unacceptable. That. It's below H- AFL standard. Now, take yourself back to the Windy Hill day. Was yep. it worse than that day at Windy Hill when I was playing? That was the f- day they tied down the windsock, wasn't it? For the no, first? the day we lost up by oh, I was there that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 142 points. One goal kicked and it was Louis, That was the record. It got broken by this weekend. Yep. Yeah, so by were some there, margin. It did. I know. They didn't just break it. They smashed the out of it. So. Now, the concern is – Can you think back to that in 1989? remember it very did well. That, did we look as bad as those blokes? No, you didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Because I thought you looked
0: as if you were having a crack <laughs> and it was a bit wet and muddy. Oh, it's horrible. But it looked as though you were having a crack. I can't say the same at the we weekend. We were playing on a postage stamp, though. <laughs> the, the Windy Hill. Um, i got to say, uh, it is concerning. I think it goes to another level, Barrett, when you have um, commentators from the East – and I'm not saying they're always right, but there's been a lot of it, and clubs starting to question the integrity of the competition. So you get the Eagles twice, Mm. you're vying for it. Sydney's percentage went up 15 points. Adelaide's percentage went up 10 (laughs) points. Mate, is that good enough in this competition? Surely the AFL, who've said nothing, must be concerned about this
1: at the moment. Well, to back up your comment, 12 of the 18 teams with a percentage of 100-plus it's the first time it's ever happened beyond round 15. <laughs> and guess why that is? Because they're playing the West Coast Eagles. Well, there you go. There <laughs> you go. They're absolutely... Uh, just one final It thing. is compromising the comp, in other words, you're well, right. One no question. Uh, Jake Waterman, what did you make of that? Now, I saw Muddy on Saturday. My son plays for Wembley uh, when he's not playing for the Colts at, at Perth, and Muddy coaches the seniors at Wembley. He did intimate to me that he was unhappy with the way that uh, Jake had been Uh, handled I suppose he got sent back from Adelaide and he thought they they didn't check in with him enough Uh, it's hard for me being in the middle of it just trying to work out you know doctors don't just dump you and you end up in hospital and that sort of thing so uh, I think he was complaining about perhaps the the hierarchy maybe didn't check in enough on Jake and Jake had been asked to play he'd been uh, he's the sort of guy that has been the whipping boy as well he's also coming out of contract isn't he so what are you going to do in terms of his future, is he going to stay? I mean, you'd have to think that he's probably thinking about not staying if they're going to be down the bottom for two more years at his age. I don't know. But there's a lot of there's a lot going on there, isn't there? So Gavin Bell, uh, the head
0: of football, did come out and say, uh, well, we checked in several times. The doctors checked in several times, so we should state that. They mm-hmm. have come out and denied that that happened. Um, but I, for me, it's just another layer. This is just one thing after another, and it shows a club that's – yeah. Probably got its hands off the tiller a bit. Yeah, fans. Fair, I, fair think enough. I think there's major problems. Let's yeah. but let's move Can't on because we should celebrate the other end of town and Fremantle's mm. win, um, a thirty-two point victory over Essendon at home. And I've got to say, looking at the game, watching the game closely, how big a difference and how. Yeah. Does Sean Darcy make to that team? Yeah, we tipped it, didn't we? we I mean, you're leading the tipping
1: now, mate. Well, that's two clean, clean, two clean sheets in a row, yeah. mate. Six and six. I got I got one as well. So I'm in second. You sec- know what follows I'm actually, that? I'm actually in second spot. Well done, mate. Three well be- done. three behind you, though. Yeah, three. And Rick's with me, and he's very unhappy, Is Rick Arden. Well, Rick, Very you know, unhappy, the great man. You know, well. You he's know. lost his mantle already, and you've well. kicked away with three to go. You know what follows
0: two weeks of clean sheets? <laughs> Running around the table with my pants down and getting none.
1: <laughs> it won't be now. Shannon, she's saying that's not happening. The producer's saying, please don't let that happen. (laughs) Shannon, I assure you it won't. So your tips on Thursday will be big for people. Well, you know. I'll tell you what. You know what,
0: though? I'll, I'll claim it, but it's all marginal. Like, you look at Collingwood Adelaide. Jordan Dawson gets whacked around the head. He gets that 35 metres out in the dying seconds. Or if he's got the fat lip and blood, he can't take it. Isaac Rankine's the closest to him. Mm. One of those two, you've got to back him. Jordan, to kick. he wouldn't be giving it up, Jordan. He yeah, would have kicked that. But you've yet. got to back him.
1: He, uh, and they've come out and said he should have got the free kick. Yeah, they have, the umpires. So it's a I tell you what, that was cool. so vital for Fremantle too because it keeps Fremantle just... On the same level as Adelaide, and then and they're in the eight. So it's only – the Dockers are only out of the eight on percentage. And they get a crack at the Eagles late in the year. Yeah. And if Adelaide. How telling could that be? Seriously. Know, if Adelaide had won, they would have been a game and percentage behind. So that That's, was crucial. Absolutely. And, and who was best on ground? Was it Jordan Dawson or was it Nick Dacos?
0: I'm saying Jordan Dawson. Sometimes we get romance. But Nick Dacos was fantastic. Don't give
1: me the romance, mate. Well, Nick no, Dacos, Jordan unbelie- Dawson. Don't, don't, please don't go. He's to getting Rome. my 10. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but don't say Nick is getting rope. He had like 15 possessions he's the last quarter. He very good player. Very good
0: player.
1: <laughs> How's him going he up, can... him going up to the umpire and complaining? Did you see that? Yeah, and I Pendles going, hang on, isn't that a 50? And the ump goes, <laughs> you're right. You <laughs> put him
0: in the goal square. <laughs> what about the almost kick over the head? He's, oh, got, he's yeah. got a highlights reel, that kid. But Jordan Dawson was fantastic. Um, but let's get back to free. Okay, um, yep. Sarong, uh, another great game. Uh, Luke Jackson, now I think rated the second ruck in the competition at the moment. And I think it really does help when Sean Darcy's in that mix. But I want to talk about Liam Henry. Mm -hmm. So his performance on the Mm -hmm. wing, that's the best game he's played out of 34 AFL games. Only two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you were hearing um, murmurings about Liam Henry and whether he wanted to Mm -hmm. stay or not. He's still uncontracted at the end of the year. But um, they need... Think, I think that's the making of him? He's turned the corner? Let's hope so. The problem, mm. as Justin Longmuir said, it's been the consistency of performance and the gap between his best and worst that he needed to try and Bridge. haul in. Yeah, yeah. So let's see what this week brings, because that was certainly a great performance. And I think he really gives them something on that wing, doesn't he? He gives them speed. As long as he's got the tank to go back as well as forward, he needs to know
1: when to go back. with Bulldog's perfect test for him too, isn't it? It a will quick be. Quick team. Yeah, yeah, it will be this week. They so, won't be able to just burn blokes off.
0: But I really like what I saw. Will they play finals? Well, it doesn't matter as long as they keep producing performance like that. The last, I think they needed that after that Giants They've got a tough draw.
1: they got, they got to win they six have. out of nine, and yeah. they have got a tough draw. But Sarong so was sensational. Jackson, I saw that um, someone gave um, Luke Ryan Bo Summer gave Luke Ryan best on ground what did you think I thought Sarong or Jackson
0: yeah oh look I did too I look at Suma's a very astute football person and uh, I do listen to him but yeah, I, I can't have that I'm having Sarong or Jackson in Jackson there Jackson kicked three I'm almost getting Liam Henry in there too I know he was named in our the West Australians best players but uh, by the way before this was good too what we didn't mention with the West Coast game was well done to Angus Sheldrick good Claremont yeah. boy nominated for the rising star that's two really uh, bold performances in a row of course, maybe the Eagles, you know, I might have been able to get a kick or two out there. But it was a very good performance by him, so well done to him. Um, we've mentioned Collingwood and Adelaide. i tell you who I did want to mention was the Saints Barra. Do we want
1: to get the... Uh... Yes, mate. Now, I did drop off the Saints uh, based on your tips on Thursday, mate. So I actually tipped Brisbane in the end. So I was They've thinking... got a
0: very good record at Marvel
1: Stadium. It's
0: fu- it's funny. 3Ks up the road or know, whatever it is. I remember, is, remember
1: that. It's appalling at the MCG. I think it's
0: the whole... Roof closed, and you go up to the G, and it's very swirly ground. Mm. It's very open, and it's swirly. You go to Marvel, the roof's shut, and everything. Unfortunately, they play all the big finals at the MC. So they need Street. to get the, the, they need to get the Marvel sign or something and put it and <laughs> replicate the dressing rooms, whatever they can do to you make it
1: look like Marvel. You know they we, they say they're flat track bullies, but their record away is like fifty percent. That's all you want, really. When yeah, you're that's, traveling, that's all you need. You'll have that, yeah. And, and it is at Marvel. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to have a few more at the MCG, uh, but, but Lockie Neal was fantastic. What about Sir the... Kilda? I said they. Yeah, but I, I don't. I still don't think they're going to. I mean, they're on thirty-two, right? So they're still in what one, two, three, four, fifth spot. They play the obvious team this week, so they're going to get massive percentage and a big you know, jump up the ladder. So they could even. Uh, who did Melbourne play? Okay. Melbourne, Melbourne have got – who's Melbourne got? They got the buy of that. So
0: let's just say – so St Kilda have got uh, – so Melbourne have got GWS. So St Kilda have got eight wins. right? Well, let's go through it. St Kilda have got eight wins. Mm. I reckon you need at least 13 to play finals. Yep, okay, let's look at their fixture. Okay. West
1: Coast at Optus. Huge percentage. Tick. So so they could be top four at okay. the weekend on the weekend.
0: Following that, they've got Gold Coast up in Queensland. Yep. That's a tough fixture now. Mm. Uh, it's slippery, hu- humid. So I'm I'm saying that's line ball. Uh, oh, sorry, I missed out Melbourne. They've got Melbourne at Marvel before then, uh, so that's going to be tough. tough. Then they've got North at Marvel, so you give them that win there. Yeah, uh, Hawthorne at Marvel, you give them the win there. Yeah, uh, Carlton at Marvel,
1: mate. They have got a great draw. Yeah, it is a great draw,
0: <laughs> but they've still got to win. Richmond at Marvel, Geelong at Marvel, Brisbane at the Gabba to finish off. I reckon they can win six of those. So you well, know, it looks, there. but. I'm still saying, as I've said all along, I'm not convinced they are
1: going to get the job done. They've got eight wins, so they only need five.
0: Midfield needs some work. I think, and Ross Lyon, it's, his, it's been a fair year from Ross Lyon, you've got to say, coming into that side, to coach that side again.
1: But I think if he's one area he's looking at, it's the midfield. Yeah, absolutely. So so they've got eight wins, and they've got the Eagles, North Melbourne, Hawthorne, and Carlton. That's They're Set four, up for them. And they just need one more, yeah. So... I think, I think Adelaide's going to be the one. It can Adelaide. We want Adelaide in the finals because it's going to be exciting. It'll be fantastic to see them on the rise. They're very exciting. And just outside the eight is Geelong, Gold Coast, Fremantle, isn't it? So one of those teams needs to get in there ahead of Adelaide or the Bulldogs. Or well, i got
0: to say, Geelong's probably the most likely. Um, interesting game against Melbourne to open up round 15. They were pretty well. Level pegging – well, Melbourne was in front at uh, three-quarter time and they've just gone bang, six goals to two in the final quarter and f- fell into old old habits, allowed Geelong just to put pressure on the ball and Tom Stewart was there just to pluck everything in defence. So good effort by then. We'll get on to the uh, Cameron Rowan incident in one of our um, emails, Barrow, one of our bit of correspondence. So we'll get on to that later. But one thing I did want to ask you about is – so we've now got more evidence that the bye mm. is
1: troublesome for the clubs. Teams coming off the byes, playing against teams. Well, it's 10
0: and 2, but it's effectively 8-zip, isn't it?
1: Zero eight, 8 yeah. yeah. Because off 10 and buy. 2
0: means the two teams that have won coming off the bye have played teams also coming off the bye. Exactly, buy. yeah. So
1: it's 0 and 8, so it's going to be interesting. Why is
0: this so pronounced? What, so? Know, would, you would have thought it helps. Sam
1: Mitchell talking about it, and he, he thought he prepared his team beautifully and all the rest of it, and they started well, Hawthorne, and then they... First just, three
0: goals, and they were terrible after
1: and that. And then they just fell away. No, Hawthorne was terrible after that. <laughs> no, it's... So and that's the thing that's about... buy
0: uh, jinx. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, okay. But it also shows, says a bit about Hawthorne, their they're best and worst, that gap, they got a fair bit of work to do to close that gap, because their best is good. Mm. Their worst is pretty abysmal. It's, it's in the worst... Two performances in the comp at the moment alongside the Eagles, I reckon. They probably need
1: to do something about the buy three in a row, three weeks, four. Is it three weeks?
0: So, my, we've spoken about this in the past, but I think to four weeks is too long. Mm. If you can condense it to two, I think. And split them up. I reckon One early,
1: one later. And get rid of that buy before the finals? Do you like that?
0: No. I I want it before the grand final. You want it before the grand final? 100% I do. So both teams are cherry ripe. And also both teams, you've got players who can get over injuries and have got the best chance to play in the biggest games of their lives. It solves the problems Mm. of um, non-Victorian teams not being able to participate in events like the Brownlow medal and the Rising Star if you're playing in the grand final. You do all of that in the first week, and then the second week is pure footy. It's also, Barra, if you've got a concussion protocol, it might help there. So I just like that. But I think this mid-season bye, it's, it's too elongated. I think... I would prefer it to be just done in one week and get it over with. But the broadcasters won't like that. Yes, so how do you get around it? <laughs> if you take – you play it over two
1: weeks, I reckon supporters will take that pain because it's short term. Only, uh, only, what is it, uh, five games one weekend, four games the other weekend. Yeah, but, so, yeah. but you
0: still at least they'll take the pain
1: and then it's done with. I just think four weeks is too long. Yeah, Oh, right, well, we've we'll, we'll solved the problem there. Hey, I wanted to mention, too, about uh, this wonderful initiative of the West Perth Footy Club. Yep. They're having a pride match. Uh, it actually happened to be playing against the Perth Footy Club. Uh, we'll be participating. We'll, it's up at Joondalup. We'll be wearing rainbow When's socks this, as well. Is that in August. Yep. And the face of it, Neil Fong's idea. Remember Fongy? Oh, yeah. no, great man. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, right. West Perth president, obviously used to be the footy commission president, Chairman, and also, you know, the past. He's married half the West Coast Eagles blokes. Um, he married yeah, as in know, he's as a chaplain, yeah, yeah, exactly. But my friend, it was so good to see my friend Danny Laidley. Yes. I have not seen Danny. Since how is Danny? We played together, um, back at the West Coast Eagles, oh, and okay. we so were quite close. And she's going to be the face of the game, and um, just to hear her story about how she had to. You know, hide who she truly was for so long, and was so worried about coming out, and how the footy world has embraced her now, and sort of, uh, you know, there's no, there's no dramas. Um, it's just encouraging diversity and people to be who they need to have yeah. to be, and yeah. you know, and live the lives that they deserve without having to sort of cower away. Absolutely, so it was giving fantastic. people the
0: courage to do that, which yeah. I think so, so she's done a great job. And I think of that's what down.
1: West Perth's uh, on about there, so full credit to them. But the reason I mention it is because, of course, premiership teammate of Adam Simpson. Yep. Danny's a premiership teammate of Adam Simpson and, of course... 1996. Yep, and a senior coach as well. And we were chatting about what Simo should do and, and Danny said that she should never have stepped down as North Melbourne coach. Remember that? Remember Bowed Out with Eight yes. Weeks to Go or whatever? Yes. And said it was the, the the absolute wrong move. And she was, I think she might have been in contact with Simo as well because they're still close because yep. you know the premierships, and was encouraging to you know to, to hold the line, be strong, you know moral support that sort of thing. And well, um, he's done that. And just saying that, bad on. But 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 his journey is ahead because he's got the nine more weeks to get through. Well,
0: it's going to get worse. And next you guys year. aren't
1: going to go easy on him, are you?
0: No. <laughs> Well, when you mate, see that? Johnny fell for it. No, when Look we're, how we're so, he is. I'm not
1: gonna make no apologies
0: for um, you throw up 171 point loss. Yeah,
1: no, no, I'm just laughing how serious you got about it. We'll, well, what's the next We'll go together, eh? Yeah, and we'll, 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 do go, our to, best. we'll go to the old one too because. Um, but I, mean, I think Simo's demeanour has to change a little bit in those things. I mean, I love the bloke, and he's done a wonderful thing. But I think he, for the fans, he needs a bit more positivity. I mean, he's bereft, wasn't he? It was the world's – it was the fourth greatest loss in AFL-VFL history. That that can take yeah. the edge off you. Oh, <laughs> imagine it would. And I was there the day they kicked 30 goals against us. I was that happy that they broke our record and the one at the Bombers, you know, when we're still not the biggest losers anymore. And my crew, these guys have taken over. But – I, I, I feel like they're trying now to turn the wheel and it feels like the, the CEO might change at the end of the year. You know, I mean, yeah. I think that's probably going to happen, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's going to collapse a whole lot of things into the box as well, don't you think? Um,
0: I think there's some, there needs to be a circuit breaker now. Circuit breaker. And I don't think it's Warren Cofod. I yeah, think there yeah. needs to be a Colford, circuit breaker. yeah. And I, 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 it's
1: not Simo. Yeah,
0: unlikely, I think.
1: Yeah, Unlikely, and I think so I think he'll be around, and then we'll just the next two years. But they'll have to accept that there'll be no finals for another two years at least. Oh, keep going, and and probably I, I didn't want to say it on the news, but probably going to be near the bottom for the next two years. I'd say finals about four years away minimum. Mm. I think it's there's a long, a long journey, like long Adelaide. Long journey. Adelaide rebuilt, did yeah. Yep, yep, they
0: did. Now it's time for this. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the thirsty camel mailbag. Thank you to Thirsty Camel. Um, I still believe we're um, handing out a carton of Carlsberg Stubbies. I will we'll stand corrected Thursday if I have to. But Barra, mm-hmm. um, please send your mail into Quarters and Barra at wa.news.com.au. Please keep them short and please include your details. Barra,
1: yes, I'm
0: ready, mate. What do you high quarters and Barra. Quarters, you are strong in your views on head knocks and rightly so. How do you view the Cameron concussion? It's friendly fire. If Ryan was wearing red and blue, he is out for several weeks. He escapes penalty because it is his own teammate. The result and possible lasting effects for Cameron are still the same. Why doesn't duty of care extend to teammates as well as the opposition? Should Rowan be cited for this? Is this a dilemma for the AFL? It's a really interesting question. It's a really good email. That was from Randall. I love it, Randall, because so hang on, he wants, I thought about Hang on, he wants
1: this. Gary Rowan suspended. Well, you know, the funny, I, I don't teammate. think you can do it.
0: That's his teammate, right? I don't think you can do it. You accidentally ran I into I thought it? about this for 24 hours. I was Literally, resting really.
1: internally. It must have been something else. What about
0: the Russian invasion? So if you look at it, <laughs> was it careless conduct? Yes, Was it high contact? Yes. Was it severe impact? Yes. That's three weeks plus and straight to the tribunal. Now, it's his own teammate, but, yes, there is a duty of care. Of course, you can't be suspended for accidentally hitting him. But you can, though. You can. You can. You can
1: be suspended. fact, remember the, the tribunal said there's no accidents. If you put yourself in a situation where you might knock someone out, it's not an accident. They've taken that out. That's why Rowan could go. <laughs> he really, well, He's not going. If you, they've,
0: not, they've not signed If you
1: want to really...
0: By the way, well done to Gary Rowan after that. Showed some great care for Jeremy Cameron as he was, you know, he obviously felt horrible about it. And it was an accident. But well done to him mm. for regaining his composure and being the best player out there. He got the 10 coaches, mate. Yeah. Race. well, he had so a, lot a pretty of good effort.
1: He had a lot of incentive. I he knocked yeah, out
0: the best player. I know. But I would have been... That would be hard to... Do, he, yeah,
1: Where good was that play on Stephen May?
0: Oh, yeah, oh, just mate. used his what, pace what in was, the way What was they
1: doing? He just... Oh, oh no, he's very... He's quick. He, I thought he was going to slip away. Right? No, he's quick, though, Gary Rose. should have tackled him <laughs> around the legs, you know, like rugby league. It was... Well, now, I want to just... Like Satler. So, you know how... So, hang on, mate, before yeah, you sorry. go on, you are saying you think that it should be considered... I'm
0: not. I'm, I don't think you can, but I'm saying okay. I thought about it for 24 hours and did not know what to think. I was thinking...
1: It, yeah, I can, I can what see else, the There argument. must have been something else going on in the world. Think about Rowan getting... About
0: I think about a lot of things all the, the time. The
1: Eagles, was this after the Eagles? You wouldn't have been thinking about anything after, the,
0: after that. No, it was a Friday, Saturday after... This was a Thursday game, What about course. your knee or uh, running or due something? To, due to return, actually, in the next few days. So let's see how I go. I'll speak to, to,
1: to the Dale as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you chat to the missus about this?
0: No, not this. (laughs) About the knee, I did. Um, But, you know, I wanted to say something that amused me last week. There's nothing amusing about concussion, by the way, before you mail in. But I've often argued the case. People think, oh, you wear a helmet, you know, um, and it doesn't prevent concussion. Okay? So it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It it certainly protects the head from fractures and what have you. So I can understand why people wear it. But I was amused to see um, some reports from the US where they're trialing helmets with little airbags in them. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. How airbags. bizarre is that? Like, what if it's poof? It's just, what's it going to blow up in your face it goes and knock you out on, and give you a broken nose?
1: Goes off on your temple and that and protects you. And I mean, that's how So they're tiny little air sacs, so that's yeah. what they'd be, I suppose. That's, that's how desperate the NFL is to, to cure this scenario because they've got the biggest problem, haven't they? Those guys, their collision's like car crashes. Yeah, we've got mean? a
0: 360 game, though. I suppose they. Yeah, yeah, but these
1: guys are 150 kilos and mm. they run yeah. even time. You know, they're just freakish athletes.
0: Remember the first NFL game I saw live was in the US um, Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys, and you don't get the true um, gist of it when you watch on TV. So I'm set at the stadium and outrun the linebackers. Mm. And I turned to my mate and I said, Obviously this is some corporate competition and all these overweight guys have got get, they get to run out and he's like, No, no, no. These these this is the linebackers. Oh my Just blockers. <laughs> well, they are huge, these boys. So yeah, I wouldn't want to be tackled by one, that's for sure. Now, Barra, fellas. The whole Eagles in crisis talk, completely valid. But can I just say, this joker asking members and fans oh. to stage a protest by not getting to this week's game until the second quarter is outright stupidity. This is not the behaviour of a true supporter and achieves nothing. He better strap in because it ain't going to get much better for the Eagles over the next few years. The club had a crack over the last three seasons, had absolute blind faith in their senior players to stay on the park one and two to perform rather than turning them over. So we as members and fans need to have a stiff drink and prepare to be cellar dwellers until we can replenish this last through the draft and look for the green shoots. I think I feel most let down by the club hierarchy who haven't made the tough decisions and seemingly allowed the club to follow along at their own pace since the disastrous finish to 2021. Alarm bells should have been ringing then. They need to invest heavily in development and find some way to improve their waffle model all the focus needs to go into supporting young players. That was from Matt. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, they did – he needs to take into account that they also had to deal with COVID and they had the worst COVID experience of all time. And then Junior Rioli, he couldn't play for two years and then he left the club. So there's been – there has been amazing an amazing array of things they've had to deal with. In terms of the fans, true fans don't boycott the footy. I mean, I, I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. I wouldn't do it. Carl absolutely gave that bloke a pasting on radio, that Tom guy who suggested it, because he heads up some uh, online West Coast supporters group, is it? Something yep. like that. Yep. And he, he's got 6,000 followers or something. And even they were turning on him saying, you can't just so, – and then, they, then, the, then the, all my Dockers mates are making gags. Oh, so they turn up late and leave early, do they? Yeah, right. You know, because they were saying they yeah. always leave early when they're three-quarter time. So, no, that was, that was silly. What re- reaction did you guys get? Because um, it was on the back page at one stage, wasn't it?
0: There's a lot of anger out there from fans. I think it was it was a comment made. Um, there's just, if you go, into, mate, you go into those fans' pages, there's a lot of anger. But true fans aren't like that. Yeah, but they've got the right, they pay their
1: money, mate. They've got the right to ask questions. Well, and they... they can chuck their membership in if they want. No, don't do that. But... Well, mate, no, I'm just saying, if you want to do that, if you're going to, the old sure, microwave the membership card, <laughs> yeah. like Richmond supporters used to do. No, thanks. So that's the problem is that there will be another 10,000 people come in and take over those spots. Yep. So, because, you know, the, you can't, they're, they're, they're that valuable. They're like McDonald's a little bit, or, you know, or, or, or Petrol or KFC, you know. They're never going to go out of fashion, the eggs, are they, mm. in WA? No,
0: no, I wouldn't have thought yeah. so. But I'll tell you what, we need some. Need a bit of clarity from people at the top, yeah, absolutely. at the moment. Uh no, I'll high, there. high Quarters and Barra. Interested in your thoughts around some Melbourne media suggesting Harley Reid's management do all they can to prevent him going to the Eagles mm. should they get pick one because his career will be jeopardised if he ends up in the graveyard of a club. Imagine saying the same to Chris Judd before he was drafted by the Eagles. Pretty sure he is happy enough to achieve his premiership as captain of a great club. The one thing I will say about that, Barra, is I believe that their status as a destination club right now is in question, in ge- in question if it's mm. not already gone because there. It's not just these the early draft picks. I mean, you're a kid, you're going to go wherever you're drafted because it's exciting. But there's players who, um, you know, uh, who would be out of contract at the end of next year or the end of this year, who may they, may they they may look at who may not want to come here now. No, that's right. Why Why would you want to come to the Eagles? at If the I
1: was Harley Reid's manager, I'd be putting a lot of pressure on the club to decide who their development coaches are. Who's going to be working with me? Who's going to make, be making Harley Reid a better player? You know, that, you can actually demand that. And if you don't get the right answers, you can start making overtures to say, mate, don't take me. We're leaving after two years. We're doing Jason Horn Francis. We're heading back to Victoria. If you do this, uh, if we're not happy with what uh, it's been, go be a up, bit careful with that because it's a. Bit you can't like- manipulate the draft, but you can definitely make sure because he will, he will be a bottom team. The Eagles will be a bottom team for two more years at least. Mm-hmm but let, maybe that gives him an opportunity to p- a bit like Jinby Jinby be pretty happy about life in terms of how many games he's played didn't mm. he and how much experience he well, he's a happy he's a happy
0: footballer I mean he wouldn't be happy with losing every week but he looks like he's just he loves footy even when bent
1: to the back to the back line in the weekend I think at that, that, that age a defender
0: I think it's when you get a bit older and you've been through a few seasons, and uh, and it's get, it's hard, and you you want to be franked by victories, and they're not going to have many in the next little bit. So, well, you,
1: you know what happened. So that in that game, they had no defenders in the Sydney game because Barras was out with concussion testing for half a game. Do you know that? Yeah, I did. And Williams, Jack Williams, went down. He was the backup ruckman. So basically, Simo Ger- um, better German, basically Simmer had no defenders. Mm. He had no one to send back. You could have sent Oscar back again, but you know how many times are you going to do that. I'd send Jack Darling back, and Jack did touch it in the first, and so... after the second, mate. If you had any players to bring in, too, by the way, you mentioned Jack Darling. If you had any players to bring in, you would drop Jack Darling as an example. He kick two goals. Yeah, you just go, but you just go bang, mate. Someone has to be made an example of, don't they? You yeah. Know, that's, they, they, they shoot one person to save the team, all that sort of stuff. That's, mm. that's what you normally do in these scenarios. But they've only got two people in the waffle, so they can't even use selection as a tool to reinforce what they're trying to achieve and put pressure on players to do better. Mm. You, can, you can basically get a game for just turning up now, mm. which is a horrible way to be. And that that's is. contributing to the whole thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: You need selection, depth, Barra. Always have, always will. High Quarters and Barra. This question has proven controversial. Um, but, Barra, when you mentioned the Imam calling you up and asking you regarding the demon's name, it inspired me to send your this mum. question your in. Imam.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am very interested mum, in hearing it, your mum.
0: point of view. What does your footy club do to reach out to the multicultural, non-traditional Australian community? Do you think it's having a lot of success or could it be better? Everyone drones on about not enough talent for 20 teams, but surely there's a way to suss out the six-foot Chinese or Indian players or other diaspora from other nations and get them good from an early age. They exist, and hitting that pipeline would be great for numbers. But I always wonder why they don't just play our game. Are we doing all that we can? Um, thanks for the pod, fellas. Um also, Barra, sometimes social sometimes knock you around a bit because you're the new bloke. But dead said I don't usually have something to resonate with me so strongly. So keep doing a good job. That's from Harris. Harris, well done, Harris. Um, I think they are doing. I think the Irish sort of experiment's been great. Well, it's no longer an experiment. It's a bona fide pathway mm. to the AFL. Some of the great players have come from Ireland. I think we have got a bit of Chinese heritage, but yeah, I agree. I think we'd, we'd love to see, oh, yeah. and, and you will. I think now you look around the Oz Kick, and you look around your junior clubs, and there's all sorts of players from all sorts of um, ethnic backgrounds doing yeah. really well. Diversity a lot of t- and so I think inclusion. you'll see that it'll but,
1: happen. But talking about the Perth Footy Club, forty five percent. So, Harris, this is what. Thanks for the email, Harris. That's really good. I'm glad I had a chance to talk about forty five percent of our. The people in our zones are from non-English speaking background, and we need to do more work in that area. We, we have a community liaison officer. I think the footy commission's looking at it as well. I would like to do things like tap into the African community that lives in Thornley, the Thornley area. There's a lot of the African uh, expats have come over here. Some of them have been refugees, whatever. Um, Peter Bowl could become the face of that. He, that's where he's from. He's from that area. His brother wants to play footy. They would be. Phenomenal at football, as you know. And we've seen uh, a few of the boys come through and play AFL. A leer, leer. Yeah, and we've got a jang-a-jang at, yep. uh, at Perth at the moment. Uh, they've just got the size and the ability and just sebbet, it, yeah. cue it. You know, just... I think there's a real opportunity there. But you can't be what you can't see. So that's why it's so important, isn't it? So that's what we'll be doing.
0: Well, I think – and I think the pathway will determine that will happen down. I can't wait because there's some talent out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. absolutely. High Quarters and Barrett, why was the Dockers and Bombers clash promoted as the country round? Wouldn't this week's clash in Alice Springs between Melbourne and GWS be more fitting? Should it also have been scheduled as the Sunday Twilight fixture in the hope of capturing a broader television audience? No Country for Old Men. Um, that's from Michelle. Oh, well, is
1: that No Country for Old
0: Men? Yeah. No Country I for Old I don't quite men. understand that. But anyway, uh, the country – Why was country, that country game? Well, there is a country round, but mm. I don't think it quite works as the other – rounds do um probably a bit of work to do in that area I didn't even know it was the country
1: round to be honest so hey the one thing I would say is that if people don't know it's the next there's three games in a row where kids get in free to uh, the AFL games either Dockers or Eagles so contact your club or have a look at Ticketmaster and take advantage of the opportunity kids don't have it's school holidays there's free tickets to the AFL And go along to the waffle, too, if
0: you get a chance. Yeah, mate, please go along to the waffle. Just a couple to go, Barra. High quarters and Barra. What does it say about the AFL philosophy and their treatment of the fans that they release the dates for the gather round on 19th of June, but they have yet to release the dates for those same fans' teams that play in round 24? That's from Andrew. Yeah, fair point. (laughs) But what they do, obviously, is they just wait. They hold their steam until later because you want the prime fixtures, you know, on a... Friday night, yeah. Saturday night, and um, you just don't know when. the leader
1: into the finals as well. Yeah. In the breaks, you know, and let's. So, oh, no, there is a boy. There's there, a
0: boy, isn't there, after round 24? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Which there shouldn't be. And we discussed that earlier. But it's going to be a cracking final round. There's mm. going to be teams. It's going to be another um, percentage well, muscle.
1: Can I tell you this? Yep. Guess who Adelaide plays? Who? <laughs> <The> Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> they're living certain
0: Well, to be frank. Living certainties make the eight. On their form <laughs> on Sunday, I'd like to see them play finals because I reckon they could do some damage. Absolutely.
1: They're going all right, oh, the Tex Crows. Tex Walker. I Mate, mean, he's just come it, on. They're like Collingwood. They're a, playing Collingwood's brand of footy. It's actually quite remarkable. And Jordan. Um, Dawson. Dawson has just been an absolute re- – whoever thought of making him captain was a genius. They've got a
0: very talented – who? Very, very talented forward line, but – They've obviously drafted heavily in that forward line, but the back line is it's really quite solid too. So uh, and they midfield goes pretty deep. So they've been building for a while, Adelaide. But I reckon they're just about there in terms of being a genuine challenger, at least for the eight. And then we'll I'm not saying they're going to be you know win, winning any flags this year, but down the track, I'd love to see them
1: play finals. I reckon you'd be very nervous playing them, mate. Where Kesey pulling off Mason Cox's glasses? Where did you sit on that? I think a fine's just about right.
0: You can't give him any more than a fine. It was, look, it was a bit similar to the pants being pulled down earlier in the year by Maynard, uh, whoever that was. But oh, uh, the
1: flying doormats. Do you, the the,
0: you see the meme on? Or the yeah, the, yeah. Kesey looked like he might have. Uh, yeah. Do
1: you reckon had, that t- needed to wash his shorts? Would now – oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sharted, you mean. Might yeah. have been a bit
0: of liniment or something. Yeah. Know. Could have been a bit of that anti-chafing very,
1: cream barra. That was very embarrassing for the – I thought that was a bit un, unseemly highlighting that. Didn't you think? Could have been anti-chafing cream. Anti-chafing cream. I've used cream. a bit of that very on the long s- runs. Strange, place, you know strange once, place to put it, mate. You know, well, no, no. Between the legs, isn't it? No,
0: yeah. Well, you might have, you know. On the cheeks as well. Well, it might have, yeah.
1: When you run Do, marathons, mate. you get mate, chafing there in the oh, Everywhere. Mate, I couldn't believe you get it on your nipples. Oh, no, you've got to tape up. I could uh, Mate, I- Blood. I, when someone said to me, oh, you'll get chafing on your nipples, I was thinking, "Get nah, get lost. Did you know- And it, it's true, isn't it? Once what got, happens there? It's just a oh, shirt Oh, it's really painful.
0: Down. Yeah, it's painful. You have to tape up. You learn that pretty so quickly. So you put tape you I only tape. ran one marathon the first without tape, cha- taping, and then I learned pretty quickly. I did not quickly. know that. Oh, yeah. Is that from just the shirt up and down, is it? I had a white shirt, and there were just two horizontal lines of blood dripping down. That's true. It's from wow. the chafing. It's 42Ks. It's a long way to run. You know, I once ran a 35K so you have to toughen, and I had it. extremely bad chafing and I'd applied all the chaf- anti-chafing ointment that I had and I couldn't understand why it was so bad. And when I got home, I it, just – It was I, dead old. No, no. No. You're not going to believe. You will not believe. What you can't it? make this up.
1: It wasn't Vaseline. No, what was
0: it? I took the uh, skin. I wear the skin shorts, right? And, the, and they were, and had been through the wash cycle, but during the wash cycle, in, in the oscillation process, a steel o pad had found its oh, way onto goodness. the, I am dead serious. You've
1: run forty two k with a steel o pad <laughs> under the.
0: <laughs> what do you think it was? Veg, bit, a bit of padding or something? I was tell you what. I couldn't believe how. Is bad a, it was until I finished.
1: Is that true? That's
0: 100% un- true. <laughs> That's
1: unbelievable. I know.
0: So be very, very careful if you're going tough for long. Tough
1: man. Hey, Shannon, tough man.
0: Yeah. There you go. I am tough. There People you go. People love your
1: marathon stories, <laughs> especially when the phone box La- nearly beat you.
0: <laughs> last one. High quarters and barrel. Love the pod. I'm a diehard <laughs> Eagle supporter, but I can't accept the performance. It was catastrophic. Decent midfield, Shiri, Kelly, Yo, Williams had reasonable stats but had zero effect on the performance. Mm. This demonstrates leadership needs to change. Based on experiences across the AFL, at what level does leadership, CEO, board, coaching, list management, etc., need to change to drive change in performance and spirit? We've sort of discussed that already. That was from Shane. Thank you very much, Shane. the,
1: The only thing I would add there from Shane is that he is spot on about leadership and and i'm not reflecting on luke shuey and whether he should go on as captain well he's just about
0: the only one who had a crack
1: yeah i know but he, his leadership he was leading by deeds but he's obviously not inspiring the guys for them to be that flat i mean you had to go at simo for losing the players yep. i mean when you're the skipper i've been a skipper of the of the demons and all that you really have to get in there and just so get, what in, do you do? get in their eyes and just get so in so what their, do you do get in their and, eyes and, and, and you really have to sort of get into them if the, if you see some of those tackles and stuff Petrevsky Seaton and those, because I thought petrevsky Seaton was worried about concussion or something, the way he was so soft on the tackle. like mm. that would could be only be his only excuse that he thought, you know what if I smash him here? because he had a precise, exactly the same situation on that swans player that the bloke butler got reported for. you know that one? yeah when he took him down, he had the same situation, but he didn't take him down. Thought it, maybe, maybe they're that,
0: worried about the tackles now. Yeah,
1: but that's right. Maybe they have been told about it, and maybe that's why coaches don't tell them, because I could see how soft. That was so soft in the tackles. it's was unbelievable.
0: Well, thank you for your mail once again. We'll be back Thursday to pour over the Round 16 games, uh, where hopefully I can continue my run of clean sheets. Uh, you, you've been What, what
1: number are you on, by the way? 80? 80... I don't know. I don't look.
0: I, I think just 86, have, I just 89. Look, I look at how many I'm in front and just try and hold on for dear life. Uh, we have been brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Please gamble responsibly. It, Call it, it, Gambler's it, Help eight, on 1800 858 858. If you have any issues, Barra, look forward to
1: talking to you on Thursday. Rick will kick you off the Seinfeld quiz team now. No you way. beat him in the footy tipping? He will. you will be gone. I'm too good. He, he won't want to sit with you. He's embarrassed. <laughs> If you're a fan of the podcast, why don't you get in touch? Send your thoughts to the thirsty camel mailbag at Cordis and Barra at wanews.com.au. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course tell your mates. This has been the game with Cordis and Barra.